Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today we are going to be continuing our devotional series, unpacking Adrian Rogers' parenting secrets that I shared last month, the five C's. We're actually going to be doing this over five months of time, and today we are on month number two, and the second word of the five C's, which is consistently. So last month we unpacked convincingly. For January, and then this month for February, we're doing consistently, and then it'll be creatively, conversationally, and conspicuously. The passage that all of these fall under is Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. It's one of my favorite passages. It says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. So today with the word consistently, we're going to be focusing on verse number 7, really the first little part of that verse, 7a, which is you shall teach them diligently to your children, talking about teaching the your children about God's word, teaching them verses from the Bible, Bible stories, songs, verse memorization, just anything that goes along with teaching your children to know and love the Lord. And so it it talks about in that verse, it says specifically the word diligently, which is kind of like a synonym to the word consistently. So both of these definitions for diligent and consistent are perfect for what we're going to be talking about today, because being a mother is hard. Instilling these truths into your children is hard work because we have to be diligent and we have to be consistent to be able to teach our kids about God's word. And we also have to be diligent and persistent in the way that we are pursuing God in our own personal lives to be able to let that overflow into our kids. So with the consistent definition, it said that you are unchanging. I thought that was so cool because in the creation of Faithful 31 Moms, unchanging and to be rooted in unchanging was a definition that we um, kind of adopted for the word faithful out of Faithful 31 Moms. And so to be consistent, you have to be unchanging is what that definition said. And it said that it has to be done in the same way over time. And I thought this is so true, too, in what we're talking about, because your kids memorizing scripture and learning Bible stories, it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. It takes time. It takes time to learn songs. It takes time to learn these verses we're doing a thing at church right now where my kids are learning one verse a week with their lesson. And they're so excited because they they can learn that one verse and then they go back and they get to pick a prize from the treasure box. So there's a little motivation in it there. But 
you know, those things, they take time for them to learn. So we have to work on it all week so that they remember it. They might could learn it in a few seconds, but within an hour or two, they might forget it. So you have to consistently be doing that. Same thing with Bible stories, you know. That's the that's how they do as well. They might have heard the story of Zacchaeus a year ago, but they might not remember it now. And so you have to consistently keep bringing these things up and teaching them about these things. It says in Isaiah 28:10 that your teaching needs to be precept by precept and line upon line. Adrian Rogers actually said it like this to encourage parents, build truth on top of truth. Teach God's word over and over again. Don't say, well, I told them that, so now what's next? We can move on. Your children might need to hear that same truth or that same Bible story again and again and again and again, he said. So it might take many times before it actually sticks and sinks in. So I know for myself personally, and I can probably speak for a lot of you moms listening out there as well and just adults in general, just like kids, we don't learn things overnight. We can't create a habit in 24 hours. I've always heard the myth, now I know for sure it's a myth, that you can create a habit if you do something for 21 days, every day for 21 days. And that's just kind of what I've always heard. And that's actually not true. I talked to my brother-in-law, who is a Christian therapist, and his job is helping people create healthy habits and helping people get rid of toxic habits through counseling, right? And so I said, this is really interesting to me because I'm studying about being consistent in teaching our kids about the Lord specifically, but how long does it actually take to create a habit, like with science research behind it? And he said, he kind of laughed at me, and he told me, he said, well, Technically, they say now that it actually takes about 66 days as the average. And he said, but when you're really trying to create a new routine, it's not about like checking off a box for, let's just say 66 days since it's the average. It's not about checking off a box for every day of those 66 days. It's about actually taking it one day at a time and being purposeful with a habit or goal that you're trying to set for that one day. And then over time, being purposeful every day will lead to consistency and will lead to habits. And so when we're talking about trying to set a habit with our kids and teaching them God's word, I can share with you what we do at our house. And it's kind of become a routine or a habit, if you will, but it's consistent. So every single night, unless we're like coming in really late from something, but generally every single night we come in and my husband and I, we read a Bible story to my boys and then we take turns. So we have two kids and so me and Jake go together on one night and then James and my husband Josh go together on the other night and we rotate every single night. So we read a Bible story And then we rotate in who prays. And so like last night, Jake and I, it was our turn. So we prayed. And then tonight it'll be James and Josh, my husband, and they'll pray. And then we just kind of go back and forth and it works. The funny thing about it is, is that kids, I don't know if yours are like this, but at least one of them typically is if you have more than one, they thrive off of like schedules 
and routines and knowing kind of what to expect, and especially my older one, Jake. And so if they have learned that, okay, mom and dad, part of our bedtime routine, besides like brushing our teeth and all that, they know every night that we're going to do these two things. We're going to read a Bible story and we're going to take turns alternating praying. Then they grow to expect those things every single day. So (laughs) the cool thing is, even if we fail to remember as parents in trying to be consistent in setting those habits and setting those specific times where we can like be intentional about teaching our children God's word, they remember and they will remind you. And so if you could just kind of tell them up front, like help mommy and daddy, we really want to be intentional with this. And, you know, be intentional in the way that you share it with them, but also go ahead and be prepared and buy yourself a, a children's Bible. Um, I know the Jesus Storybook Bible is one that I can highly recommend. I know that we've done the Beginner's Bible and we've done uh, devotionals like Indescribable by Louis Giglio. Lots of them, but we have actually come to where we are circling back around and doing those same those same Bibles again. But just like Dr. Rogers said earlier that I quoted him on, you may have to come back to it again and again and again. They may need to hear that Bible story or that truth over and over again for it to really sink into their hearts and and really do something in their life that where they realize, oh, wait, this this Bible, this God, he loves me and These stories were written for me to learn about him. And so it's really neat because Jake is seven and he's already saved. So he listens to the Bible stories in a completely different way than my four-year-old James does. Last night, Jake informed me that um, we were reading about feeding the 5,000, where Jesus did the miracles to feed the people with the five loaves and two fish. And James was just listening to the story, intrigued. He's heard it before, but it's almost like he hasn't because, like I said, they need to hear it again and again. But Jake, he's heard it so many times now. He informed us at the end of the story that there were 12 baskets of food left over that still weren't eaten because it says that specifically. And I was laughing because I don't even know if I remembered there were 12 baskets left, like specifically 12. And so, you know, they start to they start to really remember and they, it really starts to sink in and and they they can they can retell you those Bible stories the more that they hear them and that's so so incredible and it really will impress on their hearts and it will be things that they will never forget. Another thing that my brother-in-law told me when I was talking to him about being consistent in teaching our children about Jesus and about creating these habits and doing that. He told me something that I thought was really neat, and I want to quote him on it because I don't want to mess it up. But he said, God designed our brains to constantly change and not to be hardwired one way. So the more time that we spend with Jesus personally and with our kids, the easier it will be to literally change who we are in the way that we think. And we will want to spend more and more time with him and more and more of him will come out of us. I thought about that in the way that like you think about if you have a grandmother out there that's like a spiritual champion in your life or a grandfather or just an older person in general that you look up to, 
I used to think, how does my grandmother remember all those Bible verses? Or how does she spend so much time in the Word every day? I can remember like thinking those exact thoughts when I was like a teenager. And this is why it says that the more time that we spend, that our brains are not hardwired. They are not just like one way that all the time. They actually can change and morph every single day. And so can our heart. And that is so incredible that the Lord made us like that. So over time, as you are trying to create these habits of being consistent in your teaching and diligent in your teaching your children the word, you will also have to be consistent and diligent in your own personal time with the Lord. And it will change you. It will change the way that you think. It will change the way that that your heart loves and it will just kind of overpour out of you. And it's just a natural reaction to God's word, to the gospel. It changes us. And that is just so incredible to me that the Lord has designed us that way. And so the more and more that you're seeking to be diligent and consistent in seeking the Lord and teaching that to your children, honestly, the easier it will become because you will just become dependent on it. You will you will crave it. You will want to know more and more about the Lord. And it will just naturally overflow into you know, talking about Jesus in the car or changing the station to worship music instead of, you know, pop music or whatever it is. Or, you know, you'll just you'll just crave wanting to know more and to praise the Lord throughout the day. And that will just naturally overflow into things with your kids. Not all that to say, you still need to set up a time to be really consistent and diligent with your kids. And ours is just at night before bedtime because that really helps like no matter what craziness the day may bring that you know that it's going to you know with us we know that it's going to end that way with the lord with our kids because things do happen life happens but over time that's just a way to encourage you from what he shared with me that like you are going to naturally overflow Jesus into your kids so i just thought wow that is really powerful and so i challenge and encourage you today not to start and quit and then start and quit in teaching Jesus to your kids. You know, you might have really good intentions with it still being kind of part of the new year. But hang in there. It's not all going to happen in one day. Go out, invest in like a Bible storybook or something that might help you have some consistency. And just and just do that thing every day or if it's completely new to you, maybe just every week for, to start with. And uh, let your kids be a part of that. Let them help remind you about that. You don't have to do it all in one day. In fact, honestly, you can't. The Bible is way too complex and way too big and packed with way too much truth. You can't do it all in one day. Don't get frustrated. Just hang in there. If you miss a day, just pick back up where you left off. Hang in there. You cannot do it all in one day. Just hear that, please. Don't get frustrated. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself some grace. It's okay. Teach God's word over and over and over again is what Dr. Rogers said. Finish a Bible story and then like come back to it later. I told y'all this earlier, but I think we've read the Jesus Storybook Bible now like four times. Not 
back to back to back to back. We put other books in between it. But over time, there's just so many Bible story books that we own. So once we're done with them, we just kind of start them over again. But it's consistent, and they never get bored with it. They need to know it, so we just read it over and over again. But I hope that you've been challenged today, and I really hope that you've been encouraged as well. I will try to include some of these resources for you on social media when this podcast comes out to try to help you in teaching your children the Bible consistently as well. I know that there are probably lots of others out there, but I just know for sure that these have worked for us and that I trust the sources that they're they're really closely aligned with the Bible and that's really important. So I'm going to share those with y'all. And then if you already read the Bible to your kids every week or every night or whatever your routine is in the way that you're being consistent, I want to just commend you for that. And I hope that this podcast just spurs you on and encourages you to continue with that. So that's all I have for today. And thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that you were challenged and encouraged as well as I have been as I've studied to prepare for this podcast today. So the challenge is go be consistent. Start today in teaching your kids about Jesus. And don't forget to go and follow us on social media. You can find us everywhere at Faithful31Moms. And subscribe to our podcast. That would be awesome and so helpful. I hope that you all have a blessed day. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's Faithful31Moms.com.